Hello and welcome to the Krista J Show. This is the podcast where we will have powerful and thought-provoking conversations. I will bring you inspirational stories that will inspire you to take action and live an extraordinary life. Through the art of conversation, we will grow, learn and pursue our dreams together, mastering what is useful, discarding what is not and adding in your very own uniqueness to this game that we call life. Join me, your host, Krista J, as I go searching for the secrets to becoming an extraordinaire. Hello and welcome everybody back to the Krista J Show where we have insightful conversations that have positive, inspiring impacts into the world. And today, listeners, we have an amazing, beautiful lady on the show. We have Camilla Moles, who's again, she is an inspiration to me. She's a best-selling author and the founder of Beauty of Eczema. Welcome to the show, Camilla. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. No problems at all. So for all the listeners out there, I just want them to know that Camilla and I crossed paths back in 2019, where Camilla had just launched one of her books. And I literally read it from cover to cover. And um, I still follow to this day some of your amazing recipes that were that was in your book, which is fantastic. So without further ado, Camilla, I'm going to hand straight over to you and just tell me a little bit more about who you are. Thank you. So as you say, my name is Camille Knowles and I have lived with sensitive skin my entire life to the point where um, it's kind of dictated every decision I've made in life. And at first I saw it as a negative, but now I see it as a real positive because it always keeps me on track and keeps me aligned with my higher purpose. Um, But my real turning point was when I was age 21 and I was covered head to toe in eczema it got infected, my face swelled double the size, and I ended up in hospital. At that point in my life, the doctor said, you know, you're 21 now, you're an adult, you won't grow out of this condition. The best case scenario is taking steroids and antidepressants to cope with the condition. Um, So that was my real rock bottom. But when I came out of hospital, I had two choices. There was one choice, which was I was considering, which was give up. Um, I can't live life this way. I'm in so much pain. This isn't me. Um, I always wanted to positively impact the world and I totally couldn't do that in the condition that I was in. Or option two, when I found so many of the people struggling and suffering online was to become and be the hope for the world. So I decided with option two to be the hope, um, even though I was covered head to toe in eczema. And I decided that night that I was going to find a way to live my best life, my most glowing life and teach other people how to do the same. And you do that. You do that. I mean, I love your Instagram feed. And we were talking just before we got live on the show, we were talking about how inspiring your Instagram feed is. And even to myself, um, I just love some of the inspiration that you put up there, the positivity that you put out into the world. And you definitely are living your higher purpose right now. You definitely, definitely are. But I'm interested, Camilla, I always ask all my guests this. What has been one of your latest big wins? My latest big wins. Um, well, this year I've had some pretty very exciting, mind-blowing wins that I never thought would happen. Um, in January, my sensitive skincare range was stocked nationwide in Canada in Shoppers Drug Mart, which Woo-hoo! is mind-blowing. Yes. <laughs> mind-blowing. Yes. I never 
saw that coming, which is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, that's one of my big wins this year. And I mean, I get daily wins from people sending me DMs saying, oh my gosh, thanks to you. I feel world's better. You've helped with my skin. Like every single day, I'm told that I've given hope to someone. And that's what really, you know, makes me feel like motivated inside to keep doing what I'm doing. Way. So I've got a question. How many countries are you stocked in? Like with your products? Yeah, so currently we're on my website in the UK, thebeautyofexma.com. Um, we are in talks with Top Secret with a few retailers in the UK. Um, we have launched, our first retailer was Shoppers Drug Mart um, nationwide in Canada, which is, oh is mind-blowing. Um, yeah, my best friend lives in Canada. She sees it on the shelves. It's very exciting. Um, is- yeah. That is so cool. That is so, so cool. And for the listeners out there, if you uh, we're going to leave details about how to get hold of some of these products. And they are amazing, um, full of complete goodness and vitality and um, absolutely um, great for your skin, for sure. Because I, I have seen some of your products and I know what's in the ingredients. And uh, even for people that don't have sensitive skin, I mean, I personally use I have tried and used your products so that's all good well yeah I mean they're full of natural ingredients and they really are for everyone I just made sure because I've got super sensitive skin and you know the people that I'm really trying to impact have sensitive skin I made sure that we did extra testing to prove that they are safe because I know most people with sensitive skin don't have many products on offer for them that are beautiful and natural and yeah I could talk all day about them (laughs) I'm sure you could I'm sure you could right well so this is my question to you so you were talking about you know 21 um you know you were in hospital um my sister actually when we were growing up as a child had really bad eczema really bad eczema and um you know I felt for her because she always had open sores all the time um you know she was constantly covered in bandages and you know always had um doctors coming with steroids and things like that so um you know she was she was just like walking around like constantly covered in ointment and things like that so um I haven't personally experienced it but I had a sister who had really bad eczema but you're 21 you're in hospital you're infected you're probably not feeling absolutely great um what was your wake-up call you know it's what I like to call where the universe kind of upends you and sort of kind of gives it to you it's like a punch in the guts that kind of makes you go oh I need to do something about this. Like I say, it was when I came out of hospital, I was at rock bottom. And believe me, I had tried to, you know, conquer this um, skin condition that I had um, to the point where I was actually living on juice alone and nuts right before I went into hospital. Always been very into like natural. Um, But what I didn't realize was even though my diet was great, great to the point where I wasn't really eating meals, it wasn't great. um, My mindset wasn't. So I realized that my mindset and my stress levels were through the roof. My lifestyle wasn't working for me, the environment, the people I surrounded myself with. Um, So when I hit that rock bottom, I truly did have moments where I thought, I actually don't want to exist. Um, and thankfully I confided in, you know, those that love me the most and said, Camille, this isn't you. Like we know Camille, a year ago, you were thriving, you were happy, you were bubbly. Um, you had so many dreams in life. Like 
just because you're ill, don't think that is you. Um, we just need to get you back to Camille. So um, it was that evening that I thought, okay, like maybe, just maybe this is my purpose. You know, this maybe this had to happen to me so that I could recover from it and then share my story. And I guess part of saying that to myself was it gave me hope um for what I was going through um because I didn't understand why I was deeply suffering so much I thought I'm a good person I'm kind I don't drink alcohol why is this happening to me um so I kind of like giving myself a reason um for everything I was going through and thought maybe maybe there's a greater meaning behind this um and that alone drove me to to essentially find this glowing life that I live now um, I believed in a higher purpose, a higher power, um, and just trusted, trusted the journey and had hope. Wow. So and that, I guess that's when you became your own hero and you were just like, nope, I'm not going down like this, not happening. And I'm turning the corner on this and I'm going to use it to my advantage. And I hear this so many times, you know, where people kind of go, you know, if for a necessity level, it's like you either succumb to it or you grab it by the horns and you go, no way is I going down this way. And through necessity, you rise and you thrive yeah. and you survive. And then that gives you the wisdom to pass on that knowledge and teaching to other people, you know. Yeah. So is that the point where you thought, you know, that's where I, you became your own hero and just started to turn your life around? That was definitely the pivotal point where I, I changed my thinking um, and I saw I saw a positive future. Up until that point, I was so focused on healing myself. I was like, I need to heal myself. What can I do? And I was so kind of just focused on getting well that I couldn't see beyond that. But when I saw, oh my gosh, well, if I can find a way to thrive, I can help other people. Um, I can write a book and I, I could see this whole positive future that I could live and how I could impact people's lives. So rather than just trying to get better myself, I had a purpose and a reason to fulfill that. I was like, if I can do this, not only will it positively impact my life, but it could change the world. And I think that shift and that vision made me like bounce out of bed more excited in the morning rather than just oh, not well here's a green juice I actually had a clear vision of being well and how it could change the world so that's what I want I want to unpack that because um that I think is so important because um you know you can have these for the listeners out there you can have these visions of I want to be well I want this impact to impact the world and I think you have to be at a certain wavelength um uh, to be able to and have a certain amount of energy around that to make that come true because you can say that to yourself but then there's also an element of you that comes in and it sort of says oh who am I to do that who am I the person to do that so what was the magic ingredient about that vision that you had because you know again when I speak to a lot of people on this show and myself included when I was in hospital I had this vision and I held onto it or like my my life that I was going to get better and it's still crystal clear and it's like imprinted in my mind so what did that vision look like for you well just touching on that as well I feel like the journey is like such a roller coaster 
you're constantly up and down. And like you say, determination, ambitious, ambition alone isn't going to get you there. You can, you can be the most strongest person, but like you say, you need to see it clearly and you need to have support around you and it's daily effort. Um, so for me, what I actually did was get a blank piece of paper and I wrote down my vision. I wrote down um, how I was going to, uh, not how I was going to get well, what I was going to do when I was well and glowing. Um, I wrote down that I was going to write a book. I literally drew up my own website. Um, I wrote down the products I wanted to sell. I wrote down different names and I got super excited about this vision. Then I put the vision board together. So after writing it down, I visually put it together. Um, this I actually haven't spoken about much on, so I'm really glad I'm sharing it. And then I had a dip. The next day I woke up, I was in so much pain. You know, I'd only just come out of hospital. Um, yet my mum sat down with me and she said, I want you to list 10 things you're grateful for um, or I'm not leaving your room. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I'm not grateful. I'm so angry. I'm in so much pain. Why me? Um, but nonetheless, nevertheless, she literally made me write down 10 things I'm grateful for. One of those being I had legs, I could go on a run. Um, so I actually that morning got up and went on a run. Some people will think I can't believe I went on a run after being in hospital, but I did. Um, and after that, I came back and she said, right, I want to book you in with an NLP practitioner to really help you with your mind. Um, and I was like, I'm fine. My mind's fine. It's my skin. Um, you know, look at me, I'm in so much pain, but I'm still able to go on a run. I'm still very positive. And she said, no, I, I need, I really want you to get support. So I reluctantly went to see an NLP practitioner and I offloaded so much stress, so much anger that I was going through. Um, and he helped me reframe everything I was thinking that was, was negatively impacting me into a more positive way. Um, and that, after that first appointment was an absolute game changer. It was the first night I went to sleep and didn't scratch my arms to pieces. Um, oh, yeah, I that's... get goosebumps. Right? <laughs> yeah, because it's positive suggestion, right? It's like positive affirmations, positive suggestions. I mean, we have this, you know, we have this unconscious mind and this unconscious mind plays havoc, but because it's, it's unconscious. So we don't know, you know, we have so many thoughts a day and those thoughts happen on, and all we see is the manifestation of that reactivity in the mind. We don't see. Um, and so you have to counter effort that you have to kind of, you know, put in like positive reframe and change like some of the ideas that you have about, you know, how things are going. And I think like, there's really, really important. And there's one thing that I learned, um, myself and I don't know if you agree with me um, and it, I don't know if the listeners out there would agree with this but I mean I can tell you from first-hand experience mind over matter as soon as I changed my mindset my body started to change and I started to heal and I started to bounce back and I started to no longer go down and get sick I started to get better and heal really quickly too what do you think yes. I completely agree with that. There's the phrase, I will believe it when I see it. Whereas I flip that and it's, I will see it when I believe it. If I see it in my mind first, then I will see it. I have to believe it and own it before it'll come into fruition. Um, a lot of us want to, yeah, we want things to happen and then we'll go, oh yeah, that was possible. 
Um, but we have, yeah, we have to do it ourselves in our mind. Yeah, 100%. And we are, I believe we're like, you know, spiritual beings have a human experience and we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. And we've got all this bric-a-brac around our minds that kind of inhibit us to be able to see or remember how beautiful we are. And, um, you know, angels like your mom comes in and they just give us a little nudge and say hey 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 you know come on buck up here like look how amazing you actually are which is what you said earlier it's just so important to remind surround yourself with beautiful people that you know have your back have your back now I'm wondering there's always a there's always a, a pinnacle when you go through something like this a big huge um, you know, transformation is that sometimes some old stuff has to go in order for you to bring in new things, new people, new rituals, new disciplines. What was that for you? I mean, it was like I say, it was a it was a twisty journey. Um, when I first, yeah, when I first started healing, so I stopped my job um, that I was doing at the time. I was doing an internship working um, at a juice kind of setting up a juice bar. Um, I, I finished that, thankfully, it was only meant to be at you know, the 12 month period. But finishing that gave me, I needed to separate away from that working environment. I needed to separate myself from where I was living. So I was able to move back to my family home for a little bit. And then I started a new year at university. So I had a really dramatic change from working back to uni. So it was a massive shift um but yeah I mean I'm trying to think of kind of there wasn't obvious things I let go of apart from like the job the location um I think I was just a lot more um my own friend so up until that point I was very much a people pleaser um I'd be friends with everyone even if they were quite nasty to me to be honest or bossy I would just be still lovely and put up with it and take a lot of shit um and after that moment, I was like, no, I'm going to be my own best friend. So I actually went back to university in fourth year and started to have my own back. You know, I'm not one of those girls that wanted to drink all night. So I wouldn't. Um, I wanted to go on runs and drink juices in the morning. So even though I got teased for it, I'd still do it. Um, so I started to really own who I am and be my own best friend. And um, yeah, that, that's, that's the shift actually I can look back on. I think that's so powerful because I'm a reformed in rehab people pleaser myself <laughs> and to, you do need to be your own best friend and you know you do need to be able to say no this is not in alignment with my um, virtues my values and I don't want to do this and I yeah I've been a people pleaser like for sure and it's got it's got me nowhere good that's for sure it's got me nowhere good so it, that takes courage that takes courage you know when when everybody's going in one direction you know going especially at uni right going down the smoking drugs or drinking late nights party central you know whatever it is that floats your boat that's sort of going in the opposite direction and you want to get up in the morning and you know be sprightly have a lot of energy take care of yourself um you know how did you find the courage to sort of be yourself like be strong in that I think it it was new decisions every single day I think 
the hospital event had shaken me so much to the point, like I say, I didn't want to exist, that I was almost fighting for my life again and thought, hey, wait a second, I almost let go of living. Um, I'm not going to do that anymore. And why am I letting these people make me feel like this? So I, I started, like I say, to be my own best friend. And rather than just see myself as a person, I saw two people inside of me and like my soul being like, I need you to take care of me. So the external Camille had to take care of the internal Camille. Um, you know, I'd always been very shy growing up. I got bullied growing up because I was quiet. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I realized I needed to find my voice. I needed to find my strength for the sake of my inner self. I needed to start standing up and, and owning who I am. And oh my God, girl, look at you now. Like, <laughs> seriously, it's amazing. And I think yeah. um, it's, it's, it is, it's really, really important. You need to, you know, your soul needs to look after your body. Your body needs to look after your soul. It's a two-way communication, you know, and uh, it does take courage to go against, you know, what we call in society normal things now you know, which are not really that normal when you look at them. When when you go through that experience, and I, I totally get the whole, I'm fighting for my life again. I'm fighting for like, you know, some sort of um, existence that is not what it was before. Um, you kind of take stock. And I'm the same, like, I do not tolerate people like um, that, you know, are not ethical, that, you know, are not really aligned to where I am. And, and if anyone tries to put me down, I, I just remove myself away from them. And I think it's so, so important yes, to have I... that. So for the listeners out there, what would you say, how would you sum up courage? How would I sum up courage? have a think about this one um i would say it's having unwavering faith in yourself unwavering faith in yourself trusting yourself um and being true to true to yourself and owning who you are that is courage and how would you because this is like something you know i mean we we've you know we had a both of us have had a, like a wake up call and it's sort of out of necessity. You have to trust yourself, you know, but you know, I'm, I'm 40 now. Right. So I've been around the planet for 40, 40 times around the sun. Right. Um, and there are things that I have done that I look back and go, why did you do that? Like, why, why did you do that? How did you get involved in that? Like, why did you choose that business partner or, you know, or why did you get into that relationship? So to have that like trust in yourself, how, how would you explain to the listeners like a, a, a really small kind of gradient way to start rebuilding that trust with yourself to... Yeah you know to strengthen that relationship with yourself I personally feel that you know as we're growing up in the world we're told loads of things of how we should be you know by the media by family um and we almost get confused and think that we have to ask external external validation of who we are and what we need to do and I think it's that's when if you follow that that's when you start losing trust in yourself because for so long you've been seeking validation from family or from what your peer group is saying. Um, so for me, when I hit rock bottom and realized nobody can help me, nobody can help me. I'm being told that I have to take this medication for the rest of my life. 
no one was giving me the answers I wanted. And I actually felt like not even my friends can help me, not even my loved ones can help me. The only person that can save me right now is myself. Um, so to like amplify that trust, what I do now is try and like block out the noise. So in the mornings, the first thing I do before I go on social media or speak to a friend or do anything that's outside, outside information, I sit with myself, I meditate, and I try and ask myself questions and trust in my own like being. And if answers come up, I'll write them down. You know, sometimes like, like you say, we don't always make perfect decisions, but who's to say everyone outside of you knows what's best for you. We know what's best for ourselves and we may make mistakes, but failure is part of learning. Um, and it's really important that we do ask ourselves the questions that we need. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I totally believe that. And I actually believe as well um, that we already know, like our soul knows. It knows what's right for us. And it, you know, and, and it's just tapping into that and, and being able to listen to that and go, yeah, I know that this is the best course and the external environment might, you know, from what you've learned in the past or your environments that you've been in or, you know, the social um, structures in which we've grown up in might seem to be counter that. But you know, you. I think you have this innate knowingness within you and it's learning to trust that. And I think little by little, um, taking each like win that you have builds that again you know you got and yes. and I had a I had a really I have this amazing mentor in America and I love him to bits and pieces and I've known him for many years and um, we only had a conversation the other day and he said to me um, ignore the losses and accentuate your wins you know mm -hmm. And yeah. I think the more you look at, because we have a tendency to go towards looking at the losses and getting like pulled into that, you know, pulled into that story, pulled into that I'm no good or I fail at relationships or I'm never going to be fit and healthy or, you know, and you just look at the loss. And the more you look at the loss, the more you, you create losses. But the more you look at the wins and you go, yeah, like you, you've like launched your product. It's now on the shelves in Canada. You've, you've brought out and published your books. You know, you, you really have that. Like if you focus on those, you go, now what else is in, what else is possible? And then you start to get this like higher kind of creativity come in, this enthusiasm, this happiness. And you're just like, okay, right. Rocket launch. And, um, and it's hard. And the best way that I've learned to do this is by acknowledging my wins and writing it down on a piece of paper. And you kind of look back and you go, oh, yeah, that was I did that. Oh, yeah, I did that. I, I'm not so much of a failure. I'm not so, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, fill in the blank. Do you agree? Yes, I completely agree. Tony Robbins has the phrase, isn't he, where energy where focus goes, energy flows. And I try and live by that because it's, you focus on the negative, the energy's flowing there and you can get, you know, lost in it. Where focus goes, energy flows to try and, yeah, I love that focus on the winds. Yeah. Doors have opened for you. Like what um, are, like what opportunities have, since that day when you were 21 and you were in hospital and you've been going on this journey and you know you're filling your highest purpose what has opened up for you and I'm excited to hear all of this because I know there's a lot <laughs> I mean wow I mean yeah 
I don't even know where to start. Like, like I say, the biggest thing at the moment would be the fact that I've got my products nationwide in an international market. I mean, mind blown. I still haven't come to terms with <laughs> a lot of things. Um, being featured in magazines, like Natural um, Natural Health magazine. I used to have that on my vision board, like, wow, it's my favorite magazine. Being featured in women's health, like things that I used to read all the time. Um, the, the brands won is it three awards now. Yeah, three awards. So we've won the best international breakthrough brand. We've won the best new um, best day moisturizer. And we've won the best sensitive skin product for mama and baby awards. So I'm, I'm just mind blown. Like we're winning awards. We're going in magazines that I used to read. We're going on the shelves. Um, and I'm connecting with the most amazing community you know I, I think growing up you know I lived on my own with this condition and now I've released a book all about it and products I'm meeting so many like-minded people that understand me on the same level it's amazing um, and I'm learning more and more and more that what I feel is what most people feel that are living with the condition so it's really interesting and and you've created your tribe you've got your tribe which is yeah. amazing which is amazing so what 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 doors are going to open up for you in the future who knows I mean I like to just yeah whatever comes my way you know just take the opportunity and go with it um I'd love to be able to make more products I've got some new like new product development ideas in the pipeline which I'm so excited about um get the brand known worldwide even more change and impact more people's lives um, I'm in the process of creating a um, interactive course which will basically be the beauty of eczema book but as a course so if people really want to learn um and ingrain themselves in the hope principle lifestyle they can do that um, I'm going to bring out an angel circle community where people every month can get together online um, and find their circle. Um, just little things like that. And yeah, follow my dreams. I'm going to move oh abroad. Just keep doing whatever feels right inside. <laughs> okay, all the listeners out there, I can feel the excitement. I can actually feel the excitement and people are like, how do I do that? How do I get involved in that? How do I do this? How do I do that? At, uh, we will put all of your details um, for people to connect with you. Um, so if they wish to do that, that they can do that for sure. Because this seems like this is um, just the beginning. It seems like just the beginning for you. Um, now I got a I got a question that I like to ask everybody because I I do feel like you know no matter no matter what you know uh, you start to get things in life and life starts to change and think good things come in. Um, but do you have any fears? have any fears I mean of course I mean everyone has fears I think every day um but I try and crowd them out with positive thoughts yeah. um yeah so there's no like in particular fear I think I'm if everything stopped today of what I've created I would still be mind blown of how far I've got on my journey and be so 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 proud so yeah, I feel like I've achieved way more than I ever thought I would when I came out of hospital, that no matter what fears come in, I'm kind of like, Camille, you've, you've done amazing and I'm proud of myself. Um, fears, fear, like the main fear that I always have to stamp out would be 
you know, getting poorly again. I think that one is the most terrifying one because I work so hard. I push myself beyond my limits and talking so much about um, what I went through sometimes takes me mentally back there. But I do a lot of work on kind of like, you know, once I have spoken about it, reminding myself where I am now and my positive future from now onwards. So yeah, fears come, but I actively reinforce the positive. Yeah. And I think that's amazing because I totally get that. I totally get that. I mean, uh, again, I, I don't think we're alone in this because I'm the same. You know, sometimes I get a few aches and pains and I'm like, oh, my goodness me. Am I getting sick again? Um, and I'm like, come on, Krista, like, pull you, pull you get big girl pants up and just look at where you're at right now. No, you're not getting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, just a fleeting moment. But and, but the thing is, is, is as well, I think, um, you know, I think it's, it's good to acknowledge that and um, I think it's unhealthy if you suppress those fears and I think it's really good to succumb just you know just as is them you know that that's my fear that's what it is and it's right there and there it is and I think the moment you actually just acknowledge it it kind of just goes poof and yeah you kind of get ah wasn't really that bad anyway <laughs> you know yeah exactly the- I I always like to say that you know if there's something horrible there and you just keep putting plasters on it, plasters on it, eventually it's just going to come out and even worse. Um, so it's like you say, like feel the emotion, you know, at times I get angry still, at times I get sad, like we all have negative emotions that we're going to feel. And it's like you say, if you try and just put flowers over that and go, oh, but this and this and this, it's still there. And it is so important to release it before you reframe it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I definitely, I think it's part of being human is to have the whole range of emotions, right? So, you know, to feel sad, to, to feel angry, to feel enthusiastic, to be bored, you know, to be happy. Um, And I think, um, you know, you need to, throughout the day, you experience these different emotions and that's what it is to be human, right? But if the problem comes when you're constantly sad, you know, and when you're constantly, you know, in a situation or you're constantly happy and, you know, you know, it, those kind of situations. So it's it's good to 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 confront those fears and just go, yeah, OK, whatever. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. No worries. It's there, but I'm moving on. And uh, yeah, I think that's brilliant. So now, what would you say to people? So obviously many of our listeners out there, you know, uh, they're people that are, are, are moving through things or they are people that have conquered things, but they're moving to the next level. And, you know, I like to call it the extraordinaire club, you know, be extraordinary, live the extraordinary because you can't be something and then do something. So you need to be something before you can do it first, right? So what would you say to people that, uh, in that situation, probably way back when you were 21 and you were just really not sure, um, how would you say to them, don't give up on your dreams, your passions and your journey, knowing what you know now from the wisdom that you have? I would say that your chapter's only just begun. Don't look at other people that have achieved loads of things and feel like, oh, look at me, I've not done anything or I'm stuck here because your chapter has just begun, your book has just begun. And there's such an amazing life that you can't yet see. And I love the quote, it's, um, it's if you could see the blessing coming, you would understand the magnitude of the battle you're fighting. 
So you may feel like you're going through so much, but it's because you don't see the magic in your future. So hold on to hope, support yourself, find the people that will support you. And um, yeah, just believe, believe, believe. I, 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 yeah, that's, that's, I think that's so fantastic. And also, um, I think for me, as I heard the other day, um, for the amount of pain that you have, that in turn requires the amount of love that you need. And I think, you know, and that comes in all shapes and sizes, love for yourself, love from the people around you, love from your environment and so forth and so forth. And I think that you need to look at where you are and take things very, very, very slowly, which is super cool. So I guess, okay, let's just say we've got some listeners out there. I mean, the listeners come from all walks of life, but there's a couple of people out there that are with eczema right now and they're kind of at the wits end. What would you say would be like the first couple of things that they could start doing to feel like they're getting a handle of their situation? The first thing I would do is get support for your mental health. I think too many people underestimate the impact of living with a skin condition and how it affects their mind. Um, you know, there's so many statistics that show that people with skin conditions are 70% more likely to um, commit suicide. Like that is, is how, you know, much your mental health is linked to your skin. So the first thing I would do is get support for your mindset. Um, and then once you've got support for your mindset, you can start putting a plan together, you know, with a professional um, of how you feel like you're going to overcome um, what you're going through. I personally feel like it can't be just one touch point. I think medical is important, but I also think you really have to, you know, look at your lifestyle, look at who you surround yourself with, look at what you're thinking, look at what you're feeding, you know, your body. Um, all of that is so, so, so important. And it can be quite overwhelming at the beginning of your journey. So just do one little step at a time. And I also feel like some people feel like, oh no, I went five steps and I've fallen back 10. Um, five step forward, fall back 10. In those moments, imagine that you're like an arrow that's being pulled back, that's about to fly forwards. You know, the, the road of becoming a glowing skin angel and living your best life is not a smooth journey. There's bumps in the road, you'll fall over, you'll think, why me? But you just have to hold on to hope surround yourself with experts that know what they're doing from mind, body, and soul, and trust you're like the arrow that's going to fly forwards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that, that, that you hit a pivotal point there, you know, it's like you will fall, but you've got to be surrounded by the people that will just help pick you back up again and brush you off. So instead of falling off a cliff, you're just having a slight trip and yes. you just get back up again and you dust yourself off and keep moving forward which is fantastic it is it is absolutely amazing to have you on the show so how do people get hold of you what what's the next thing for you in your journey um you know people want to work with you uh read your books you know how how, how do listeners become part of your tribe Oh, thank you. So they can find me on Instagram at Camille Knowles or at the beauty of eczema. If they're listening from Canada, it's the, at the beauty of eczema.ca. 
Um, the website is www.thebeautyofexma.com. The books are available on the website. So we've got the Beauty of Eczema book, which is the first book where you can learn about my story and the hope principles. I've then got the Beauty of Eating Well by Camille Knowles, which is all recipes that are gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free, refined sugar-free, but full of color, flavor, and passion. And then we've got the skincare. So at the moment it's on the Beauty of Eczema website, Amazon UK, nationwide in Canada, but we will be launching into different um, markets soon. Um, and what's coming, I would say the most exciting thing, which I haven't got a launch date yet, but it's going to be the angel circle community because I have so many amazing angels on DM saying nobody understands me. And there's so many of you that I just want to put you all together in a little circle and realize that you've got so many other people that do understand you. Um, so that's what's going to be coming soon. Oh, and I can see some amazing treats and things like that happening in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's on the vision board <laughs> hey well so what's on the vision board that hasn't come to fruition just yet um well launching in different markets so we can spread the message the angel community circle the hope program course um retreats getting everyone together in a sunny location by the sea living hope together <laughs> oh yes that would be amazing that would be amazing and as i said like i i i had some sample uh, i tried some of your sample stuff um makeup stuff and um it's amazing so even people without skin allergies can use it and if you ever want to test dummy i'll put my hands up for sure <laughs> thank so, you yeah no problems at all it's so amazing to have you on the show thank you for coming on the show for all the listeners out there um i'll leave details so you can obviously follow camille um on her journey and maybe join her at one of her retreats in the future who knows so thank you again and till next week be extraordinary live the extraordinary because we find ourselves on such a beautiful planet thank you very much for being on the show camille thank you so much for having me You've been listening to The Krista J Show, the podcast where we have thought-provoking and powerful conversations. Enjoyed the episode? Then hit that subscribe button. Until next episode, big love from me, your host, Krista J. Be the extraordinary, live the extraordinary.